Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Wherever you are, we appreciate you so much for being with us. If you're watching, hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe button. Uh, If you're listening, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, hit the... Hit the heart button if you're on the Odyssey app. Make sure you download the Odyssey app. It's a great way to catch D'Lo and KC on two different radio stations on 1320 uh, AM and 102.5 FM uh, from 3 to 7. <laughs> and we and we also love the chatty house on here. And it always cracks me up where 20 minutes later, who mixes tequila? Well, some people hit pause. Some people <laughs> watch on delay. Some people get called into a meeting. It happens. <laughs> Shout out Jack Davis. We appreciate you, Jack. And the, and the and the answer, Jack, is nobody. Nobody with good sense makes. No, that's not true. You can make some really good drinks with yeah, tequila. Yeah. What do you what's make some the, really good margaritas? drinks with us? That's tequila. Yeah, yeah. I I, yeah. I I don't have any any alcohol. Well, no, I take that back. I don't like Hennessy. Contrary to what stereotypes may tell you. Wow. Wow. Be on people. <laughs> But but wait a minute. Hennessy, what else don't you like? Hennessy isn't Hennessy's a brand. It's not the drink, right? That's cognac. yeah. Hennessy is cognac. Cognac. I don't like cognac. Although cognac. I, I liked uh, I liked Valon is a cognac. Yeah, I yeah. like Valon, mm-hmm. but it also got to be mixed, right? Like I'm not having it straight. Um, but yeah, I don't really like rum or nothing like that. But I could if it if need be if it needs to be mixed with something, I could I could drink any of that stuff. Okay, be all right. So I could have some tequila, some you know. Yeah, we'll get you to get you the right. What's a what's a what's a Moscow Mule? That's a Moscow Mule's vodka. Vodka. Yeah, you had my go-to. You had what? What did they call it? The Mexican Mule. Yeah, that was really good. That was with tequila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was good. Yeah, I'll yeah I'll have another one of those. And then your old fashions is bourbon. Old fashioned. Shout out to my man uh, Elias, aka DJE. He makes a great old fashioned. So you know, I kind of got that going on now too. Uh, let's get into, we'll get back to hoop here in just a second. Um, yeah, we'll cover a couple of stories around the league before we dive back into the Kings who of course take on the Portland Trailblazers tonight, uh, at the Golden One Center. Make your plans to be with D'Lo and KC on Friday, uh, in preparation for the first in-season tournament game at Golden One Center. We'll be out, uh, at the ice skating rink across from Delco. That's right. Uh, from five uh, to seven. Well, we'll be ready in. to skate, man. And then from what I hear, we got Elo plans. Might skate with you. We got plans after the you, – you're doing a lot by trying to get me to skate. Um, the, the best what the people want, man. And Come then, on, man. And then telling me we got plans after the game, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean hey. – It was a bold assumption to assume I'd be there when the game ended. <laughs> hey, man, pull up pull up the Tiger. You know, we're going to we'll be, be in there, there champagneing and campaigning. You know what I mean? So – and no, it's not like an event or anything like that. We just, we're just hanging out. Yeah, we're just hanging out, man. We're going to be champagning and campaigning uh, at Tiger, you know, and uh, yeah, pull up on us. Uh, week nine overreactions. Let's knock a couple of these out before we get back to basketball here. Let's start with this one because I don't know. I, I feel like I addressed this. I don't know if you did. Mm. Overreaction or not, the Dolphins are frauds. Frauds, frauds is, is, is harsh. I wouldn't call them frauds, although I did call them a Pac-12 team. Is that the same as a fraud? He doesn't understand the game. The Dolphins are frauds. Well, I'm trying to think about if it's an over- overreaction or not because the, the wording is a little harsh. I don't know if I'm going to call them frauds. You called them a Pac-12 team. And that's what I just asked. I said, is that the same as a fraud? Okay. Yeah, Wrongful it's or probably, criminal it's deception not, it's intended. It's not an Okay. It's not an overreaction because we no, we say we say the Pac-12 that's when it gets to the uh, college football playoff, they're they're frauds. I guess no, by no, those they normally don't even get a shot. Well, when they do, they put up seven points. They get beat thirty-five to seven. 
Yeah. For the talking points and all that and how the league is talked about, like, yes, technically they're fraud just because we talked about them with the Chiefs, the Eagles, and all that. And you lost both games, Grant, so they were on the road or whatever. But this, this, they can shed that label, I think, this season. Like, it's not just something where it's like – they're not frauds like the Cowboys are frauds where you've been doing this for six years yeah, and you yeah. keep losing. Like, it's not the same. Like, they're just – I guess I would just say they're up next. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I guess for what, how they've been talked about this season – you got to beat somebody too. You I, want that label? I, I, I just, but I just don't think they're fraudulent. I think they're, I think they still have opportunities ahead of them. And obviously, it's it it, it, it all matters significantly more in the playoffs. I mean, they, you still got another game against Buffalo. You could, I, I'll ask this in a minute. You could wind up putting the nail in the coffin of Buffalo for this year. So we'll, we'll lead you into that. Is is real, what, what, real quick with Miami. Mm-hmm. They don't really have any time to change our minds before the playoffs. So th- you, they got one game. You've got Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore at Baltimore. I guess if you win that one, you can say, all right, maybe this. Nothing for that Christmas Eve game. Well, no, because don't nobody take them seriously. Well, they're they'll probably yeah, but they're probably going to have a good record. Nobody. It's, takes it's them the Dallas Cowboys. It's yeah, the nobody Cowboys. nobody takes them seriously. See, but Miami's thing is. is- the key word is beating over five hundred. If they yeah. if they win those games at the end of the season, then yes, they're not frauds anymore. I don't think they're frauds now. It's harsh. If if they but. don't if they don't beat Baltimore, I, how do I expect them to That's do tough. anything in the playoffs? That's tough. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. They have to That's win tough. one of those last couple That's games. Tough. Yeah. Come on, man. Don't be Washington. Washington was, I think, the last team in the Pac-12 team in the college football playoff. They got beat up by. I was confused because I, I was looking at the Commanders. I was like, I don't under, I don't, I don't get the court. I don't understand <laughs> I at all. It, is there? I think that was the last uh, Pac-12 team in the in the uh, college football playoff. Got smacked up. Just answering Rob W's point about the Cowboys and Dolphins not being the same frauds. Cowboys have been doing this for six no, years. Yeah, That's over. That's done with. Okay, this is year one and a half for the Dolphins. There's a difference here, buddy. Like, it's over for you. It's building for us. Rob, 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 just stop. Rob always, I had to tell Rob during the break, man, don't worry about what's going on over here, man. You worry about your sorry-ass team. Don't worry about us. He robbed up man. <laughs> That's my guy, Rob Dub. Though his 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 boys are tough. Like he he's hurting, and securing the beams, asking, uh, uh, who have they beat, D'Lo? No, I I got you. They lost to the Bills. They lost to the Eagles. They lost to Kansas City. They lost to the best teams they play. I understand that. I'm just mm-hmm. they're not fraudulent to me. They're not. They got a lot to prove still, but I don't see the do Dolphins. Do you think as the fraudulent. Do you think the Dolphins can get to the Super Bowl? Based on what <laughs> you've seen so far, they score 150. They won't. Like Kenny Carraway said. <laughs> oh, I got you. Um, <laughs> it's hard for me to see them getting to the Super Bowl because you, you you probably got to get through like a combination of Baltimore, uh, maybe Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to get through some Kansas City. You got to get through really good defensive teams, really good offensive teams. Um, I, it's not crazy, but they wouldn't be – First on my list, I'd, I'd have Kansas City first in terms of the conference. I'd probably have Kansas City first. I'd probably have Baltimore second, mm-hmm. and depending on what happens the next few weeks, I'd you know probably would have Miami. I'd have Miami over Jacksonville. Like I, I wouldn't I'd be forgetting about Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville. I w- I'd, I'd have them over Jacksonville. That's a two-loss team still, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'd be forgetting about that. I'd have Miami over them too. I don't know if I'd have Miami over Cincinnati though. I understand. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Miami's defense is starting to pick up. Like I've said, I think yesterday, we'll know exactly who this team is. Like come the end of this regular season, if they're still losing to those three, the Cowboys, Ravens, and stuff, then yeah, they're not winning anything or whatever. But if they win those games, I think that means that they finally put it all together. So, but here's the thing. Here's the interesting thing about them, though, because you talk about their defense putting it together. To me, the disappointing aspect isn't their defense in these games. I think their defense gives them an opportunity to win. It's that offense. Yeah, they got to figure it out. And when you play the Giants and the Panthers, you're putting up 50 and, you know, you're doing backflips in the end zone. And then when you play Kansas City and, and the the Eagles, you can't get over 20. I will mm-hmm. say the offense is taking a hit. It's not just those three, but the offense has looked less than since um, A-Chan got hurt in that Giants game. Mm-hmm. He's a beast. Too, Ever yeah. since then, they haven't really been putting up points how they were before and stuff like that. So, yes, like the top teams did struggle. Like they did make them struggle and all that. But I want to see what they look like when A-Chan gets back against the Raiders next week. What what game did he get hurt in again? Against Giants. the Giants. Giants game. 31-16 that one. They beat the Panthers the next week, 42-21. Uh, since then, they put up 17 against Philadelphia, 31 against New England, 14 
against Kansas City. He's there, De'Aaron Fox. Just, it's he not as well crisp. The offense isn't as no. crisp right now. He's the the, the well, De'Aaron Fox of the NFL. Well, they won one. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> they, they did beat the Patriots, so. Oh, man. I guess we only had one overreaction. No, no, let's bring I want to hear I want to talk about the other two. No, no, okay. bring, bring them up, right. bring them to the other side. Bring well, all right. Side. I also want to get to the to the to the Lakers yeah, LeBron yeah. thing yeah, that, that happened. Too. It it was, but it wasn't. I, it was, but it wasn't and I feel it We'll talk about we'll it. Talk about it. We'll talk about it. Stilo and Casey, brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. At the 13th round, there was nothing really going on. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, man, nothing going on, man. Hey, just ask, give me your questions. Ask me anything right here. Mm-hmm. And our guy, Leezy, asked the first question. He said, what do you think of LaMelo's shoes? I said, sir, this is a boxing show. Mm-hmm. Kingdom with KC's on Thursday. This is the 13th round. Well, it's hard to keep up with all your shows. You got like five shows. You got D-Lo and KC on ESPN. You got D-Lo and KC on 102.5. You got Kicking It with KC. You got the 13th round. You got Casey's Corner. What you want to do? Just trying to, you know, I'm like Stephen A right now. You know, Stephen A got his YouTube. He got First Take. He got NBA Countdown. I'm just trying to give each section what they need. Okay. <laughs> okay, buddy. Go ahead. The boxing people, they, they want to know. They want me to talk boxing. Show he doesn't have. J Street Vibes. <laughs> That's a good call, John Bull. You guys don't know how much of a mission that show was. I, I do. I do. It's still funny that Kenny got suckered into doing it. That's all that's funny to me. Danny came Danny, to me. Danny, Danny Envy. Danny came to me 20 times. Y'all want to do a Kings podcast? No. Like, no. We we can't. Like, we're focused on ESPN 1320. We're focused on growing the show. We can't do a Kings podcast when we do damn near 20 hours of King content a week. Calls again. Hey, what do you guys think? Come on, man. We can really use the Kings Cop podcast. No. So he stops calling me and starts calling KC. All of a sudden, J Street Vibes is back. Bro, you're such a sucker. <laughs> that show turned out to, hey, you guys available tonight? No. All right. No episode. No. <laughs> Kenny don't know how to tell no to, no to people. Yeah, I got a DI meeting uh, tomorrow. Exactly. You don't nah, we, know how been, to tell no to people. We've been doing work with the DI. Well, good. Yeah, we've been working, doing work. Okay. All right. <laughs> Danny Envy said, yo, I got a real estate uh, opportunity for you. <laughs> Danny Envy. We'll finish out the season after that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's both RIP flip side. Oh, man. Well, that one hurts the most. Yeah. I think I, mean, I think I, I remember I told you, I think there's a way to bring it back. I think I can, I think I can get it. I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, Ask a couple Charlie. Weeks ago. Ask Charlie. 
Because this was about getting the clips. This was this this. Yeah, yeah. yeah as yeah. much as people thought it was funny, this was about like we lost the access to the to the clips. We yeah, used to and it was the opposing team yeah, situation. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think I could do it between Charlie and I. I saw something else on my little account, and uh, I think I can. I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try it again. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully they just need to win. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll hold my breath for this. A couple more overreactions. Just uh, we'll just do two more. Two more. Two more. Two more quick ones. Okay. Well, well, one actually related to what we were just talking about with the Miami Dolphins. Overreaction: The Bills missed the playoffs. Overreaction because I think they take one of the AFC North team spots. Mmm. Which one? I'm just I, I'm torn between the Browns and the Steelers. I like the Steelers better, but their quarterback. Is not good. Yeah, he only shows up in the fourth quarter, which is obviously you need him for that. But yeah. I don't know how much I can trust Kenny Pickett. I'd like what the Steelers mm-hmm. are doing though. Mm. It's not an overreaction because I think it's a hundred percent plausible. Like it's it's a it's a real situation they're facing. They got know, Philadelphia ahead. Yeah, they got Kansas City. They got Dallas, and as we noted a few minutes ago, they end the season with Miami. Yeah, I, and. I know I, I thought they were going to have issues at the start of the season, picked it up a little bit and started playing better, whatever the case may be. I think the 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 hits they keep taking to the defense due to injury, that's, that's, that's kind of tough. I mean, you mm-hmm. keep losing starters um, at the, at the, on, the, on any defense or offense, but you keep losing starters. It's going to be a lot to, to handle after a while, so – I don't think it's an overreaction. That doesn't mean it will happen, but I don't think that's an overreaction. Yeah, I don't either. I don't think it's an overreaction at all. Uh, one last one before we get back to basketball. The Raiders. The Raiders will be a wild card team this year. That's an overreaction. Yeah, that's an overreaction. I like – I like what they got on offense and defense, stuff like that. Defense is really stepping up. But I think Aiden O'Connell is only going to do so much for you this season, I think. It's an overreaction with the right to change my mind Monday. I was just about to say, does Sunday's performance one way or the other change anybody's mind? The Jets are, as a whole, they're a – they're a bad football team. The Jets are? The Jets are. Like, like as a whole, they're a bad football team. They got a good defense. But their offense is really bad. Do you think they're a bad football team, like, as a whole? Or, like, would you would you feel that way if, the they, offense, if they had Aaron Rodgers? No, the offense is so bad, Yeah, though. their problems are beyond that's, Zach Wilson a bit. That's the problem. Like, the, 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 like the what they do on the offensive is so, so bad. It's... No, it doesn't matter how good the defense is, and I think like it's 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 starting to there. There's been this: can they survive? You know, can 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 they survive? Aaron Rodgers is throwing passes. Aaron Rodgers is telling people he's going to be back in a few weeks, which he acknowledged in his own like trashy way that he was lying. Like he's not coming back in a couple of weeks. He knows he's not coming back in a couple of weeks. He had to acknowledge on Pat McAfee's show that he's not coming back in a couple of weeks. Yeah. But the team is bad. And we talked <laughs> what well, Aaron Rodgers got hurt on the fourth play. Oh, yes. Yeah, like For that. three plays, you and I looked up at that TV like they might get Aaron Rodgers killed. Hmm. Yeah. And then he loses his Achilles on the fourth play. The, the only- there's 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 a, there's a lot of issues. A lot of them are on that offensive side. But the offensive side is so, so bad. It weighs down whatever brings you up on the defense. Zach Wilson, he's not. He's horrible, right? But, like, they're still giving up eight sacks a game, and now the quotes are starting to come out. Well, guys need to get on the same page in the offense. We need everyone to do their part and stuff like that. So it's not just the Zach Wilson problem like how it was maybe early on in the season. Like, now it's just there's a lot of issues with that offense. Yeah, offensive line is is, is awful. And I need That's to see the Raiders take care of that. Hmm. Take care of business. Get to Zach Wilson or whoever the quarterback back there is mm-hmm. in prime time. T- take care of business at home, mm-hmm. whatever that means. <laughs> I think in Las Vegas, it's at home. Take There's care be of, a take lot care of, of New York Jet fans there for sure. Mm-hmm. But I will say this: I feel like, and especially watching that game on Sunday, the Raiders fan base got energized by mm. moving on from mm-hmm. Josh McDaniels. And and if you you know just to hearing the audio of that game and the crowd and stuff like that, 
felt like the Raider fans were in the building. I know there was a lot of Giants fans. There's going to be a lot of Jets fans. There's going to be a lot of everybody every time. But I do think they were energized by the moves that Mark Davis made. I agree. And I think they're going to be in the building on Sunday night. Okay. I know. Um, one other thing about um, Aaron Rodgers. So I think this was just like exclusive to the story that Aaron let get floated out there or that he initiated. I didn't know I was being recorded. Yeah, about him coming back. Did you see Dan Levitard float out his own conspiracy theory that uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't really tear his Achilles? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, he didn't say it happened, but he's like, what if what if he didn't really tear his Achilles? He's doing all this stuff. He's coming back. And, you know, what if, what if he didn't really tear his Achilles? You imagine he's been healthy for weeks. All he did was strain it. And he's just, oh, look at Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Miraculous comeback. Oh, that'd be so amazing. <laughs> that would be so amazing. The problem with that is you have to get a lot of people in on that line. Yeah. And the way I saw his foot, I was like, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not a strain. Yeah. yeah He's not, not good enough of an actor to have that look on his face after he tore his, right. after his Achilles pops. Right. Uh, let's get TC here. 916-909-1320. TC! What's good? Yes. Yes, sir. What's up with my two brothers? What up, big dog? Man, just chilling, man. Look, before we get started, the Kings won by seven tonight. Okay. I mean, All that's right. what Vegas says. You know, they, they went by seven. I just got down watching that Domas video mm. about the interview. They interviewed him. Uh, I was and just I just, about to tell. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go yeah, ahead, TC. My bad. Nice, good. You know, he, uh, D-Lo, look, hey, he jumped out. I guess, I guess, I guess the team and the coaches had a serious talk. So, I mean, I, I wonder how much that is. Kenny is about, hey, look, Mike, we love you, Doug. Hey, let us play our game. We want to get up and fast, we want to do our thing. We're going to play timely defense, but you know what I mean? Because he was like, we have some uncomfortable conversations with the coach and players that some people did. Those serious conversations, we'll see how that pan out, though. But I think I think it went that way. Kenny, what you think, D-Lo? Well, okay. okay. Well, I, 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 I think you just hit me to, to, to some yeah, news. I, I saw this on the feed in, in uh, Fox 40, Sean Cunningham. Of course it's Fox like, 40, Sean Cunningham. I was like, yo. Yo, Domas talking about tough conversations. We might have to hear what he's talking about. Here it is. I just to come out today and uh, change it. You know, come out with a lot of energy. We're at home in front of our fans and um, come out and just play the right way, uh, try and find our rhythm again. How much does it feel like you guys have kind of lost who you are a little bit? I, I, I don't think we've lost it. You know, the last couple of games didn't go, go as well as we wanted to, but um, I don't think we lost it. We're, we're all trying hard to do the right things and what the coaching staff wants us to do. And, you know, sometimes that happens, you know, um, but... Today we have a chance to uh, change it. Is it puzzling to you to see things kind of slow down offensively, uh, even though De'Aaron's out, to see that kind of happen to you guys? I mean, it's tough, you know, like uh, we haven't been shooting the ball well. And uh, when you're not making those uh, those tough threes that, that we shoot that are good threes for us, you know, um, obviously uh, it affects you on the other end too. And uh, we just got to find a way to uh, have uh, second and third options too. What's the level of frustration for y'all right now after these two losses and those offensive performances? Obviously, it hurts. You know, we're uh, we're a competitive team. I think everyone on the on this team wants 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 to win, and we're we're fighting for something bigger. But um, we got to change it. You know, there's no there's no time to be sad about it. We we have another chance uh, today. It's the beginning of the season. You know, we had some uh, tough conversations with everybody, and uh, it's all pointing that uh, it's 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 going to change in in the right direction. There's some good tough conversations that you guys did. That's just stuff between us and the, and, and teammates and coaching staff and everyone, you know. Did you feel the need to maybe <laughs> not only speak up, but I mean, I saw you in that game talking to Mike. This is going to stop right there. I can't express how much I love that. It's none of your goddamn business. <laughs> you don't need to know everything. I see you, Domas. Yeah. Kind of winded down. You were in guys' ears. Do you kind of bring that upon a lot? Domas of looks kind of pissed, by the way. Yeah, I, don't I like, know, I like, like yeah. the way he's looking and he's sounding, man. I, I don't know how this is coming across on the radio. Domas looks pissed off. Yeah, I like that. People to I like the conversation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, you know, we need to talk. We need to see um, what's going on, why, what's the reason for this and that, you know, and uh, – Sometimes players and coaches don't want to hear it, but uh, 
that's that's what makes the team great. You got to have those conversations and uh, get over that hurdle. How do you, how do you leaders on this team? Are you at all sensing any doubt or, or people questioning the, you know, what y'all are doing? Oh no, not at all. I mean, last year we were zero zero four. I mean. We're the Kings. We're gonna get doubt all all year, no matter what we do, even if we were six and zero. So, it doesn't really matter to us, you know. Um, we have another chance today against Portland, and uh, we we we, we got to go out and get this win. How do you kind of balance as a leader, like calling guys out, but also at the same time trying to be positive, encouraging? How do you balance that? Um, that's something that you just got to keep learning how to do every game. You know what I mean? Because um, uh, you got to stay positive and keep and keep everyone up. You know, at the same time, because uh, we we are doing good things. You know. Um, Couple games we don't make shots leads to easy transition points for them, you know. Um, so it's the way we play, and uh, we just got to embrace it and um, just keep everyone's head up. Have you ever before. met Chris Murray, Keegan's brother? No, I haven't. I'm very excited. Hey, you are. Okay. <laughs> yes, well, yeah. I want to see both of them in the room. Okay. I want to see them interact. <laughs> Does that mean putting more? Domas did smile there, by the way. Just, just, just for the record. On your, just... on your plate. I mean, there's only four shots you yeah. took in the last game, and obviously it felt like they could use some more of the offensive yeah. contribution. Of course, you know, that's where um, we have some tough conversations with the coaching staff and we need to figure out things that we can do to um, just, just to do what's right for the team, you know, and um, go out there and, and play our game, you know what I mean? And um, at the same time, we're, we're not playing good. I'm trying to get uh, my teammates even easier looks, you know, just so they can get over some of their individual humps or whatever they want to call it, you know, but um, we're all working together. We're, we're all pushing each other to be better. So. Um, it happens. It's only two games that we that, that we felt that uh, we didn't perform at our best that that, that we usually do, and uh, it's early in the season, you know, and uh, we have we have a lot left. So I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit stop right there, man. It sure sounds like the the I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm reading this wrong. It's it sounded like the players were talking to the coaches. Mm. So I'm a you know. When we talk to people and, and we interact with people and um, let's bring in the insider, James Dan, James, James, James Dan in the house. Uh, you know, on Twitter and in real life, sometimes sometimes people say stuff and I feel like they just be talking and be potting. And I'll say something, they'll respond to it. I'm like, man, you sound crazy. Like, what you talking about? Mm -hmm. Right. So last night, I was having a a, a little bit of a back and forth with a, a guy named Tony on Instagram because it was after, or excuse me, on Twitter, because it was after the Will Z staff for the wide open, three-pointers or whatever. And I was like, this is actually encouraging. And then Tony responded to me, and he goes, it would be encouraging if they were the same looks as last year. That's why you haven't heard players saying it's okay and we're close. In training camp, you heard guys weren't happy with the new offense. I said, when did, who the hell you hear that? Like, I came down this road a little bit. Like, wait, where you hear that? And he went back to a clip, and I vaguely remembered it. But he went back to a clip where Domas, during training camp, was like, yeah, they've taken away some of the plays that we normally do and we that were really working for us. I don't really like that, but, you know, it's challenging us to do something different. He said, yeah, you know. It was a weird comment, right? Because he was like, yeah, they took away some plays that work all the time and don't let us use them no more, mm -hmm. trying stuff new. And at the time, I was like, ah, that's kind of unfair, Tony, for, to bring that clip up during training camp or whatever. But hearing Domas today mm -hmm. talk a, a couple times, like, yo, I had to talk to the coaches. Sometimes you don't want to hear what – I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, and sometimes no, that's you don't what it sounded hear, like. Yeah. Hear it, but um, – yeah, we had to talk mm -hmm. to the coaches. And maybe there's some – shout out to Tony. I apologize. Maybe you were on to something. Mm -hmm. where, and like you said earlier, we haven't heard of Malik. Now nah, we're going to be all right. It's good. You know, mm -hmm. we're close. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. They haven't talked as yeah, much. Yeah. But true. maybe there is something too. you know, they changed some stuff on the offense and these guys were trying to figure it out. They didn't like it. You know, they had to have a talk to them about it. I don't know. Maybe so. Yeah, I think it's an interesting situation the Kings have got themselves into because they decided to tinker with something that wasn't broke. And, you know, we heard Mike Brown say, like, look, this is something, this is an element that was in our offense last year. But it was in our offense, like, we ran it three times a game. Now we're asking him to run it 30 times a game. Mm. And so it's a little different. And that, you know, so 
we've got some learning to do, and we're taking away some of the things that they normally do in the in the first half mm-hmm. uh, of training camp, and then we'll start putting some of that stuff back in. I don't think it's been put back in. And then I watched the first quarter of the Houston game, and I was like, hey, there's the old offense. Mm. Like, where did that come from? And then, boom, it went away again. And you're like, what's going on here? Like, it, because it's very specific. Like, you were so used to, like, they get the ball to Sabonis, and then you got one guy sort of on the elbow, one guy in the corner. One guy goes over, sets a screen for the other. The guy comes off the screen. Sabonis steps up. You clean off that guy's man. Sabonis has the ball. Either he he gives it to him on the DHO across the top mm. or he drops it to him going to the basket after he comes around the screen mm. or somebody else has gone back to the corner and Sabonis hits a guy in the corner for an open three. Like, it's very specific. Yeah. But I keep seeing the guy in the corner leaves now and it takes away one of the options. And so now you're loading the whole one side of the, the offense and it becomes a true two-man game on one side. It's really strange. Like, mm. it's sun- something fundamentally that they're doing different. And I don't get why you would mess with something that was, like, in basketball terms, it was nearly perfect. Mm. But what you could have done is you could have added nuances to it. Like, let's keep adding layers to the onion. Mm-hmm. Let's mm. have counters to the counters. Like, let's organically grow what we're already doing and make it better and better and better. Yeah. But it was almost like, yeah, we there's something we don't like. And it's like, you don't like well, it worked, so what are we doing? And and I get, you know, sometimes it's about, you know, how do you get back on defense? It's like maybe that's what they're doing. You know, like last year we saw they they had this thing, the crash zone, right? So the guys in the corners were supposed to fly in for rebounds on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. That lasted like three games, and they gave up like a bajillion fast break points. And they said, okay, no more of that. You guys don't get to do that anymore. You got to get back and play defense. And so we don't see their offensive rebounding number win in the tank. They go from way up here to all the way to the bottom, but their transition baskets, uh, their transition defense, mm-hmm. all of a sudden starts climbing up. So there's always give and take with anything that you do on the court. I just, I, I don't think it's ever been anyone on that team's mm-hmm. idea to walk the ball up, to get it across at 17 seconds, to finally get the ball to Domas at 13 seconds left in the shot clock. And, they can say that, like, again, I'm not refuting what Will is saying or, you know, Deuce gave me the same number. They're getting more open threes, second most open threes of, out of any team. They're not the same quality of three, and the threes are much further out mm. because teams are just pushing and pushing and pushing them until Domas is way outside the three-point line setting this up. Kevin Herter looks at the shot clock. He's got three seconds, and he's 27 feet away from the basket, and he can either try to try to drive it, which – Again, Malik Monk is in the same situation all the time, mm-hmm. and he's tried to drive a couple of them, or he's got to hoist a 27-foot shot. So, yeah, is he open? Okay. But now we're talking about a shot that's four feet back. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about the same look. And that's where I think the difference is that I've seen. So you mentioned, like, oh, look, there's the old offense. What offense was being run through the first three games of the season when De'Aaron was there? The new or the old, because whatever it was, it put up 130. Well, I'm going to say it's probably it's probably the new offense, but the new offense with De'Aaron Fox looks a whole lot different than the new offense without De'Aaron Fox. Tell tell me what you think about this. It felt like maybe there was a little more pick and roll heavy, and when you got De'Aaron Fox coming downhill on a pick and roll, it opens everything else up for for himself and for everybody else. And now running that same offense without De'Aaron Fox on the pick and roll, it becomes stagnant. Is that kind of what you saw? Because that's, it, that's kind of how I felt. It's stagnant for sure. Like, I don't know what's causing players to not move. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to setting the screens like they normally do. Mm-hmm. Like, the normal flow of the offense is when everything stops. Well, And it's not just that they aren't setting the screens like they would normally do. They're not moving with purpose mm-hmm. like they normally have. So it's almost like there's a confusion as to what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see them get back to a lot of the basics. You can pepper in this other thing you're doing, but why don't we do it eight times a game? Why don't we do it six times a game? Why don't, why don't we do it 15 times a game and see if that works versus you know trying to do it 30 times a game yeah. and having your offense go from a 104 rating with De'Aaron Fox running it 
to uh, 95 at this point in the last three games uh, as far as pace. Mm -hmm. Like the slowest pace I've ever – they posted an 89 pace for the game the other night. 89. Like, again, that's like mid-90s New York Knicks. (laughs) It is. So, like, how do you fix it? I don't know. Uh, I'm not an NBA head coach. That – you, you kind of came in while while Domas was speaking. Have you had a chance to hear him, hear what he had to say to today? And because he was he was making that comment about, hey, we had some tough conversations, you know, internally, you know, as, as players, players and coaches, and some things that you know you may not want to hear but need to be said. And um, it sounded like there was a frustration level with Domas in particular. As it should be. This is what I talked about uh, yesterday. and Damian felt the same way. I think I'm not alone. There's probably an embarrassment uh, thing as well. I mean, that was an embarrassing performance on Monday for a team that had aspirations to be some, you know, a championship contender or a fringe contender. And there should be some frustration and and embarrassment that goes on. And it felt like we kind of heard that in in the way Doma spoke today. Yeah, I mean, if – Okay, so if Demonis Sabonis went out there and went 2 of 12 from the field, then you'd be like, okay, like you missed shots or you got some blocked, right? Like something, like he had a bad game. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how to explain that Demonis Sabonis went out and shot four, four shots in a yeah. game. Like, and to be honest, I, I don't remember him like giving up any shots, like passing off a shot that he should have taken. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. They like the defense just like collapsed around him, pushed him and his his group way outside. Like it was very strange. Like to watch it unfold, and like look, it's we're six games into the season. This isn't some time to panic. But when you do lose to teams that, realistically, like Houston can like they're three and three. They're three and three because they they beat the Kings twice. Hmm. Like they easily could be one and five if the Kings would have shown up and done what they have done the last couple of years against them. So, like, that's not a team that you're circling and saying, oh, are we talking about a playoff contender all of a sudden? Mm -hmm. No. The answer is no. Mm -hmm. So, like, I I just, I was surprised. I was surprised by the way that they came out and played with no energy. I was surprised that they came out and played with no energy again. But the second time around, it almost felt like, like they knew right away that what they're doing wasn't going to work. And you saw sort of like the soul drain from them and like, okay. I mean, even Mike talked about it in post game where, you know, for his team to sort of lose their, their, their energy or what did he say? Like um, following the game on Monday, uh, whatever it was like, he, he's like it, Oh, they were deflated. It, it's like really tough to watch your team get deflated. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. Like, why are they – we need to figure out the symptom. Uh, we need to figure out the, the root source. Like, we see the symptom. The symptom is your pace is slowed to a crawl, and the symptom is you can't hit three-point shots, and the symptom is that you're losing games. Now, what is, what is the, the, like, root of the issue? And that's what Mike's job is, and that's what his coaching staff's job is. Okay, we'll come back um... – there's a lot more to talk about with the Kings. I want to touch on one NBA story for two seconds no, so because I, there's a lot of people overreacting to it. Uh, but yeah. we, we've got a lot. To, we'll hear from uh, Keegan Murray as well. And I'm I'm hearing some things about tonight's game, including a potential lineup change. Mm. Well, we'll talk about it at least as much as we can. We do the one Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. All right, uh, let's dive back into the Kings first. Uh, let's touch on one, one, just quick, a couple, a, a couple of quick things. Uh, looks like Bradley Beal is going to debut tonight for the Phoenix Suns. Good for him. Without Devin Booker. Oh man, I don't mean to laugh because I'm not laughing at injuries. Right, but it's just this is what day. we talked about. I think he's on one of those. Not that he can't play back to backs, but he can't play like he's got to play one every third game or something. Who book or? No. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) Brad. Brad. He can play one out every three nights until he gets to 65 games. Then he'll play the rest of the season. Oh, man. Um, Welcome to this season, uh, Bradley. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Welcome in. Let's let's see. We'll we'll, we'll get it. We've got a little dose of KD by himself. We've got a little dose of KD and Book. Uh, Now we'll get a little dose of uh, KD and Brad. Um, 
another oh Victor Wimbanyama debuts at Madison Square Garden tonight. That's uh, always a big deal. It's going crazy right now. Always, always a big deal. Did you um, see they already <laughs> some Laker fans <laughs> have already uh, photoshopped Wimby in a Lakers shirt. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm surprised Knicks fans haven't done it. <laughs> Speaking of the Lakers, the Lakers sent out clips to the league of LeBron James and the way he's been defended. That was reported by Dave McMenamin. So I just, I, and I know people love to trash LeBron James uh, in, 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 I guess in a, in, a, in a way they also love to trash the Los Angeles Lakers. I can't stress this enough. That is very, very normal. Mm. Teams sending clips of the way a particular player on their team is defended and obviously in their minds fouled. That's done a lot. Mm-hmm. I actually think the Kings did it last year with DeMontis Sabonis. I think they did it multiple times. Yeah. And it wasn't even about standard fouls. It was about him getting hit in the head. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, look, we have like seven different clips over a two-week period where our guy is literally taking shots to the head, and we need that to stop. Like, we're worried about concussion stuff. We're worried about like him, you know, like again, like the black eye at one point in the season. Uh, you know, you're worried about him getting stitches. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So it's the, the the point is it's 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 completely normal. Yeah. Again, it's the Lakers. It's LeBron. It's Dave McMenamin. They obviously wanted this public, so they they let Dave know that that they they did it. Who the but Lakers? The, I'm sure the yeah. Lakers wanted this public. Wow. Yeah. Why would the Lakers want a public? It, it, to, to 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 show that Le, Le, LeBron James isn't getting officiated fairly. It's just like Tell when LeBron. Just when tell uh, LeBron what? That, yeah, we sent it out to you. Like I, I'm, I'm confused why these things come out because it never makes anybody look good. No, it doesn't. No, so I, 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 they, I think they miscalculated this completely. I think they're trying to get a message to the league, like, hey, look at how you know poorly like LeBron is being officiated, and they want that public. That way, that's if crazy because Le- that does that does nothing positive for publicly. To put that out there, yeah, but they, there's they're, nothing they're, positive. You just all you're doing is adding scrutiny and making LeBron and yourself look like complainers. But no one compare the, the Lakers aren't going to care about them complaining. The Lakers aren't going to compare. The Lakers don't care what you say about them. If the officials who have already acknowledged they lose sleep when LeBron James doesn't get the foul call, if they see this, they hear this. Now they're getting it from the league. Now it's in the media. Yeah, there's there's an effect to that. I, I, it's it's no, it's, I, it's the it's I, the it's the Michael Jordan. I'm I believe you, Mike. Sorry, no, sorry. I I missed it, Mike. Sorry. It, no, that's that's I, what this is. I understand it, but it, and I guess breaking it down that way is a little different. But you're already accomplishing that by talking to the to the fit to the league. Nah, you know. It, it, yeah, it, you it, need that outside pressure. Yeah, that's that's all it is. It's okay. outside pressure. Like you hope you're accomplishing what you're trying to by going to the league, mm-hmm. but. If we have the referees under a little bit more scrutiny and we're at the crypto.com and LeBron gets hit and 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 it takes one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three whistle because the crowd starts to boo. Okay, maybe we're getting somewhere. Watch out next week. Okay, so I, I'm going to start here. Like in 2019-20, uh, LeBron on the Lakers, 5.7 free throw attempts per game. 2020-21, 5.7. Six the next year, 5.9 last year. This year, he's all the way down to... 5.7 free throw attempts per game. Oh, my. The same exact thing he always has. Uh, LeBron James is fifth all-time in free throw attempts at 11,040 for his career. This dude goes to the line all the time. And I'll say this. As he's gotten older, he's become easier and easier to call. Mm. Like, there was a point where it's nearly impossible to call mm. every single foul that happens to LeBron James. He's so physical. He's so fast. Mm-hmm. It happens so quick, and he's he's slamming into people, and you don't know if you should make a call or not. And he got a whistle for years because they aired on the side of caution because he's LeBron James. Mm-hmm. It's become easier because he, while his numbers look the same, he is not the same. He does not attack the same way. He's still incredible. I'm mm-hmm. not taking anything. I mean, the dude's averaging, what, 25.7, like, like eight and a half rebounds, six assists, like whatever he's doing right now, he's incredible still. But 
it, he's become easier to defend. And he's also he's become easier at, for an official to look at the play and and at least come to some conclusion. Where before it's like, how do you judge this guy? He he literally is an NFL defensive lineman at six foot eight, running down the court at full speed and dunking on everyone. Mm-hmm. How do you call it? And so like at this point, like the fact that he's right there at five point seven, which is where he's been in like three of the last six years. Okay, that's good. That's where he should be. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I didn't I hadn't seen anything. To, I haven't really paid attention like the Lakers probably would, but I didn't feel like he was being officiated any differently or getting any less calls than he, he normally less or more calls than he normally does. I think the what was the game the other night? the Miami game. Mm-hmm. I think that game was officiated in a way that really kind of set them. I don't know that this is a season long thing. They might try to paint it as a season long thing. Um, off six games, mm-hmm. but the I think there was something in that Miami game that really got under LeBron's skin and got under the Lakers' skin, and that prompted this. Again, I don't know if it's season stuff that's accumulated, but the conversation was very, very loud after the Miami game, and then, of course, that's when the, the letters and the video went out. Hmm. Um, James Hamm of the Insiders uh, in here uh, with us. The Insiders, of course, brought to you by Jiffy Lube, uh, 10 to 12 here on ESPN 1320. And, of course, across our streaming platforms, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and that formerly known as Twitter. Uh, Kings back home, three-game homestand, uh, beginning tonight, Hammer, against the Portland Trailblazers. I asked KC this. I asked him in a different way, so feel free to to – to 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 elaborate because I asked about a, a a specific player, James. I'm I'm going to ask this as a question. Do you think a change needs to be made in the starting lineup? I mean, I I think the question is how long is De'Aaron Fox going to be out? <clears throat> because what kind of damage are you going to do by making a change? What kind of positivity are you going to do by making a change? Like if it's one game. And then he's back on Friday. That's one thing. If you think he's not going to play till Sunday, or you think he's not going to play until sometime next week, mm-hmm. then yeah, go ahead and make a change. If you think it's just tonight, and that you've had conversations to direct players, and those conversations you believe have struck a chord, mm-hmm. then I think pulling the trigger and and dumping a guy out of the starting lineup right now, like really does look like you're just pointing fingers at somebody. Mm. And I think they did this early in camp, and I think it proved to be an absolute disaster. Like whatever, I agree. They, they pulled a guy out of the starting lineup, and while it was, hey, he's, he hasn't lost his starting job yet, we're just trying something, it's like, okay, well, why is it that everybody else is still in the starting lineup and that guy's not anymore? Right. And we saw the spiral effect that happened. Yeah. And now, again, if, if Davion Mitchell is out of the starting lineup tonight, mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's that you got that you know that he's gonna that Fox is gonna be out for a couple more games and that you need to try something different that what you tried the first three games isn't working. But again, like last time I checked, you're a coach. You you got to make tough decisions, but you also have to coach your players. And you if someone's not doing what you're asking them to do, like why don't you treat the offensive side of the ball like you do the defensive side of the ball? If someone's not running, call mm-hmm. a timeout 15 seconds into the game and say. If you don't run, you will watch the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm done watching you walk mm-hmm. the ball up mm-hmm. and take 17 seconds to get across the line and 13 seconds before it gets to Domanis Sabonis. If you don't want to play Kings basketball, then you will sit here next to me and watch the game like some of these other guys that would love a chance to go play. Yeah, that's a great point. It's the same thing that uh, we talked about yesterday where I said I used Davion in, in, the, in this case because he's the point guard or whatever the case may be, but – it can be anybody, but I, I said, because the question was, should Davion be replaced in a starting lineup? And I said, no, not yet, but the leash will be extremely short. Mm-hmm. I'd go to Davion uh, right after warmups. So you got about two and a half minutes to show me what I'm looking for. Yeah. If, if you're not giving me that, come on out. We'll go to the next point. And that doesn't mean score a bunch of points or anything. But like you just said, I'm looking for somebody to push the pace. I'm looking for somebody to get the ball up the floor after makes and after misses. You've got two and a half minutes, maybe four or five times up and down the court to show me that's the way you're ready to play basketball tonight. If not, we'll move on to the next guy. 
that's exactly how I would have approached it um, and, and how I would approach it. I think that there probably will be a change tonight. Like, there's some murmurs. Like, I think there's probably going to be a change in the starting lineup tonight. But, again, are are you singling out one person when, you know, that one person, he's not the guy who took four shots. Mm-hmm. He's not the guy who played 22 minutes, hit, scored three points, grabbed zero rebounds, and had one assist. Right. That was Harrison Barnes. Right. So, like, I don't want to put it all on one person. And one person can slow this thing down. But it's not like Davion Mitchell is is Corey Joseph. Mm-hmm. Like, my guy Corey, I love Corey, but Corey Joseph isn't fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Davion Mitchell can run fast up and down the court. Right. Like, it's not like the guy is slow. Like, force him to go. And if he doesn't want to do it, then, sure, go a different direction. But, <clears throat> unfortunately, I think we saw the other night, they dropped Colby Jones in. And I like Colby Jones, and I, I think he's going to be really good. But Colby Jones needs a season at the NBA slash G League level to learn how to bring the ball up the court right. and to be a primary ball handler because the first thing that happened that was, was struggle. they rushed him yeah. and they, they got in the way and he turned the ball over and they had to pull him to the side. So then you go to Jordan Ford. It's still the first quarter. So, again, Mike Brown is doing what we're, we're asking. He yeah. is. Yeah. He did it in one game. I, I just feel like one game may not have been, like, enough. But you ask Jordan Ford to go out there and run the ball, he did. Like, okay, I got you. But Jordan Ford's also a natural point guard. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you if you go different direction, you know, you keep throwing guys out here. The guy who had the great game is Keon Ellis. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Keon Ellis hit a bunch of threes. Okay, who's going to bring the ball up? Who's going to create? Who's going to be that guy? And, yes, you gave Keon an opportunity last year at the G League level to learn how to do some of these things. But is he your third point guard? Like, really? Because I don't think he is. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 